Tired of your boring t-shirts? Check out SoSickClothing.co for some fun t-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops. That's SoSick, spell S-O-E-S-I-C, clothing.co. Use code SHELLSHOCK at checkout to get 50% off your order to get your goods cheaper and help us out in the long run. SoSickClothing.co, that's S-O-E-S-I-C, clothing.co, using code SHELLSHOCK at checkout to get 15% off your order. Break out your music players, listeners. Nah, fucked up. <laughs> Break out your music players, listeners, as you're listening to the discography, the podcast where we talk about uh, albums from our favorite artists, maybe our not so favorite artists, uh, any anybody in general. Today's guest for either episode two or episode three, depending on uh, my mood that day, uh, it is uh, Drew, who you may have heard before in the background of a Drunk in Your House episode being baked out of his mind on a couch. How are you, Drew? I'm alright. Uh-huh. How are you, Greg? As you walk away from the microphone. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Um, it was a pain in the ass to get here. Because, like, I forgot, like, two, was it the 2 o'clock traffic or the 1 o'clock traffic? There's a traffic. Yes. So we're actually not from a usual recording location. We are in Cicero, Alsip, Blue Island, wherever you want to call it, Chicagoland area, here in uh, Andrew's bedroom. <laughs> Getting uh, sensual here on the podcast. <laughs> but no, actually, is my bar the echo? Uh, this is actually a perfect like studio you could make. <laughs> it is right. You're, right. Yeah. The... Small room and. Tons of technology, perfect place to live stream. Then again, you've told me the Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi seems to like to cut off right as you enter this room, so maybe not so much. But uh, so today's album, like as soon as I came up with the concept of this uh, podcast, I immediately thought of you. When I thought, like I immediately thought, like I just started thinking about all my friends and such, and and like other past guests on other podcasts, and I was like. Is like Drew would definitely do something with Black Flag or Mindless Self Indulgence and shit like that, because you're big into punk music. Yeah. You want to talk about your punk, enthu- your punk enthusiasm? Well, I mean, I started getting into the music around, I believe, sophomore year. I can't. I don't. I don't really. I don't really indulge in the music that is currently going on. So if you were to ask me about punk bands of of now it, i honestly can't even name a single one and it's just the genre is so different now it's so much more screaming and much 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 quick at a quicker pace and it's inaudible really you can't even understand what they're saying it's like they kind of progressed into a hardcore punk and they mixed it with thrash metal and it's just it's it's just evolved so much that the Ones from the 70s and the 80s, it's just non-existent. You can't really get that same sound again. But it all really started with, yeah, Black Flags, Suicidal Tendencies, Bad Brains. Um, who else? I like Rancid. Well, that's more considered a ska punk. Oh, who's the Ramones? The Ramones, The there, Clash. There's that debate of The who, Misfits. There's the debate of who started, uh, who started punk music. Was it who's it between the Ramones and and the Sex Pistols? Yeah, yeah. There's a debate which one of those two bands started it. Yeah, uh, what what you said? You said uh, the Misfits. Actually, uh, I remember me and Drew were uh, binging Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and there's an episode where Glenn Danzig pops up, and I was actually shocked because Drew's like, "Who is that?" I was like, "That's Danzig. That's the dude that's from the Misfits." He, he broke off from the Misfits, though, and started his solo stuff. I, I'd probably say he's more known for that. For the mother, tell your children not to walk my own way, shit like that. But it was just so weird because, well, then again, that's Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I think that's the that's the gag. But no, it was interesting because I've always seen, like, YouTube suggestions of, like, how grunge music killed punk or, like, how punk evolved to grunge or how punk... Which is weird because I'm thinking it's, like... Because, like, I'm trying to piece it all together and it's, like, so, like... You had, pop, you had punk, you had glam rock, and then in the 90s it turns into like grunge rock, and then the grunge becomes post-grunge, and then like pop punk, and then punk 
makes a comeback as like pop punk, which I know you have a <laughs> you have a very opinion. I would love for you to share your opinion on pop punk. <laughs> the only pop punk band that I could get into, and I'm talking about old school Blink One Eighty Two, which Greg here completely no. dislikes. Though I enjoy the first three albums, at, like, during Anemia of the State, and after that, it just all goes to shit. It just sounds like generic pop bullshit. And then you got your neck deep, and you got... I can't even recall all the other bands. It's just... I believe, it's too... I, Green Day. Fruity, there you go, Green Day. Fruity. It's fucking fruity. <laughs> and it's just interesting because... Metal has always been around, and it always keeps evolving, and that's why I believe that that's why the way that punk sounds now, it sounds more metal than anything. It doesn't sound like what it had. And I get it, you know, music changes, and that's great. Though it was, I mean, you know, now you can't even, you, I think you'd have to go underground and find those punk scenes in order to find that kind of music. And it's interesting, I was watching a, a video about, uh, punk fashion and uh apparently in um i want to say in the middle east there's actually a culture there and it's no very, shit it's very interesting but there is and i just wonder how how everyone else views them and how much trouble they get for it right because especially like the their, middle what east they call a hijab like hijab or hijab yeah something yeah. like that and it's interesting because they'll incorporate spikes, stuff like like stuff spikes into the on top of it. Oh that. boy! <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. That yeah, holy shit! Yeah, that's, I was like, I was astonished. Right, because like that's, I don't know, it's it's crazy to think about, like especially in the Middle East. Yeah, because uh, like I know like the Middle East has been, especially in recent years, they've like they're slowly dipping their toes in Western culture. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> Mo- I, th- I feel like you hear mostly, though, about Saudi Arabia and their stuff, their uh, craziness. But, like, I know, like, other places like Syria, especially like, especially Syria, in fact, like, they they are really trying to uh, get out there, you know? And, like, maybe not open the gates all the damn way, but, like, be able to be like, okay, explain it to me. I'm interested. <laughs> like, one of those, like, fun conversations. Like, tell me about your culture. But uh no I'd look now I, now I gotta do some googling tonight because that sounds cool. It is. Yeah. So yeah, when me and Drew um when me and Drew dated um <laughs> whenever we get mad at each other which it was always always over something stupid <laughs> um was it I would listen to Green Day just to piss him off. <laughs> One time I got I think I blacked out or like I just had a I just had a lot to drink. I woke up to wake me up when September ends on a loop. <laughs> I texted Drew. I was like, did we argue? And he goes, I mean, we bickered a little. It's like, apparently you pissed me off because uh, <laughs> this shit. <laughs> I love Drew. And then Drew responds. He goes, oh, God. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> so yeah, that was that little fun. That was that little fun. uh it has that little fun dig, you know. But yeah, so it would always be hilarious to hear Drew's opinion on, like, pop punk. And, like, because, like, obviously music for a lot of people is, like, their passion. So to be able to, whenever something they don't like is, or, like, I'm trying to figure out how to word that. Like, um, you're passionate about your music, you know. So, but yeah, uh, I didn't know who Black Flag was till I think I met you. And I forgot how we even got out of the conversation of music, unless we were just listening to music. So, like, you were tell you were, I, I listened, I never knew about Mindless Self-Indulgence or, um, which they're punk, right? Or are they? Mm, I honestly, I wouldn't call that, no. No? What, what would they be? Alternative, or? I would say alternative. New metal? Yeah, maybe new metal. Yeah. Because it's also very, I'd call it some kind of form of electronic, though. Electronic metal? Yeah. Hang on, actually, we'll Google that right now. But yeah, uh, so, Drew... Oops, sorry. Google's fucking picking up our conversation. What is Mindless Self-Indulgence's genre? Let's see what Google has to say. Mindless Self-Indulgence's genres include punk rock, industrial rock, and others. 
electronic rock, hip hop, yeah. hip hop, new uh, new wave comedy rock. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they are a bit out there. <laughs> I didn't know comedy rock was a thing. Now I gotta look into that because like uh, that was well, I guess Weird Al you could call him. Yeah, yeah, especially Weird Al. Um, no, no. So you like uh, one of the things you wanted you would always talk about was like this one documentary. Uh, what's that one called? The I, I I keep wanting to call him Black Sabbath. Black the Black Flag documentary, the one yeah. from the eighties. What was that called? I honestly don't even remember. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Let me Google it quick. I think it was just called Black Flag on tour, and that's the very first time when they went on tour, and um, they were recording it themselves. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. So like, the. Um, sorry. Black Flag Real- Reality 86. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a couple Black Flag stuff by the looks of it. Um, Black Flag Reality 86 documentary. He he was te- uh, Drew was telling me about him, about uh, this docking. He would always bring it up. And I'm thinking, as, and I like documentaries. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't mind learning about him. Well, it, it isn't so much of a documentary more than it is, like he said, it was like, a tr- it's like pretty much them vlogging their trips and recording some of their live events and one thing that always stands out is this one bitchy lady on the uh who claimed was it she said she claimed to be like the the mayor or something saying you need a permit to perform because like they perform on the sidewalk yeah like in like can you imagine you're just on your way to the grocery store and you just see shirtless guys like performing like punk music and it honestly yeah punk music was very looked down it was frowned upon they'd yeah beer cans thrown at them they'd had the cops call on them and that's why they had this song called police story because they were performing and they had these people throwing all this trash at them booing at them telling them to get off the stage and they got they basically got banned just for playing they got banned from several places just for playing the music that they play Oh, yeah, that was during, I was like, 81. Yeah, that does sound like around the time. Because, like, there was, this was also during the era of, uh, uh, you know how, like, people nowadays are blaming video games for violence? Well, back yeah. then they blame, like, metal music or that any sort of that kind of thing for, like, violence. So, I love, it's never, he's just a shitty person. It's, oh, it's the music. Oh, it's the video games. Oh, it's yeah. this culture. When it's like... No, he's just a piece of shit. <laughs> so, and the thing I think the biggest thing that stands out about the band is that they also, yeah, they do have some poli- thing about punk. You know, it's all about political views, anarchy, and going against you know the regular customs, you know, and fighting for what you believe in. Though the thing about Black Flag is the fact that they have so many personal songs that you know you emotional songs and i think that's really what grasped me onto them and you know just like you said you know music is a passion and it honestly it it really does you know not to sound cheesy but it really does save lives it keeps you grounded to know that other people are out there feeling are feeling what you feel and even singing what you feel exactly it's almost like they're singing to you even though this was like from like nineteen eighty fucking one, <laughs> when you were uh, barely a twinkle, non-existent, non-existent, you were still swimming in your dad's testes. <laughs> there was no, uh, there wasn't even a thought of an Andrew. <laughs> so, but no, uh, we were actually going to go to a Black Flag concert, but like uh, personal stuff came up, and like you, and then you dropped the bombshell on me saying, actually, even if everything was went right we still couldn't go because you got scheduled that day to work <laughs> i had requested the day off a whole month again i mean a day i requested off a whole month ahead and yeah i my supervisor still i'm sure had you said something and you'd be like but i asked for it off though they'll, they'll probably give you the oh just because you ask it off doesn't guarantee of you'll get it off that's shit like that exactly <laughs> Well, then there's the cool supervisor like, oh, fuck, let me fix that. Let me see what I can do. That's my bad. It depends on the day. It depends on the person, you know? Yeah, because, like, I remember, was it that, con- like, uh, I was, uh, I meant to pull, like, because when I canceled that day off, my manager was like, hey, didn't you have something on August so-and-so? I was like, yeah, but I pulled it off. I can't go. And they're like, well, you sure you still don't want that day off? I'm like, 
I mean, no, I'm fine. You don't, you don't have to just give. Uh, that'd be weird because at that point, it's like I can't go to it, so I'm just gonna have. A, I'm just gonna ask for a day off for the sake of a day off. And it's like, eh, no, no, right. that's fine. Um, though it's funny, like literally, that day and then the next day was a day off. I'm like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Um, you've been, you've never been to a concert till recently, right? Yeah, I went to go see uh, Suicide Boys with. Uh, City Morgue, Night Lavelle, Shakewell was added at as a surprise, and can't remember who else was there. What genre are they? Um, well, City Morgue is, uh, I think they're punk, actually. Oh. I think they're like punk rap or something. Ugh. And, um, Sounds terrible. Unless you like that. Uh, unless... Yeah, they were actually okay. I mean, I don't know. Um... And everything else was just pretty much rap. Right. It's just, a lot of people don't like the term, but they call it emo rap. And that's yep. what they call it. Yeah, that's like... That's... And frankly, I think it's kind of uh, unfortunate that that's what's taking over our generation right now. Of rap music, Is yeah. rap music, is you know? E- emo it, rap. Yeah, it, it's honestly, I mean, I enjoy the music. Though I honestly, I still, I'm still very much in my... In my post-hardcore and my punk music, like, that was never something I could get out of. Like I still listen to all the music I listened to since fourth grade, you know. Right. So. Yeah, long gone are the days of uh, Wu Tang Clan and uh, Eminem, and though well, Eminem still does music, but uh, Venom is not uh, lighting the world on fire. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> trying to think of some other like rappers. Like, cause like, I mean, I say Wu Tang is that's that's like that's been dead for years. Yeah. Um, like that we we have been through like two different generations with that one. But yeah, like emo rap that would be like um, Little Peep and yeah. Uh, what's his name? Extension. I don't know who that is. Extension. Oh, XX Extension. Yeah. You what hurts? <laughs> I thought his name was Extension. No, it's XX Extentacion. Temptation. Do you really have to say Tentacion. all three X's? Or... Nah. No, X... that's that's just how you say it. Yeah, that's X. I X. Swear... A lot of people just say X. Yeah. Tentacion, yeah. Then, uh, was it? There's that. Which, Which means tension. Oh, it means. oh it's Hispanic? It's or Spanish? Tentacion is Spanish. Do, do you speak Hispanic? <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna get, uh, uh, what's <laughs> Hate it on? No. I can't think. <laughs> it's like this is this is when your uh, mom walks in and goes, "What?" <laughs> then so then you got uppercut. You're gonna get uppercut, uh, uppercut for that. <laughs> yeah. Quack. Drew's just gonna fucking hit me. Throw throw uh, throw a lighter at my eye. I got gla- well. You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? Sure. Would you do the Wreck It Ralph thing where you just take off the glasses and hit him with it? <laughs> So, well, uh, so that yeah, would, would you say Post Malone too would be uh, in that emo rap thing? I don't think so. Dad, no, I don't think so, because that's more pop. Yeah, it's so weird to hear like pop songs at work referencing Post Malone already. Like it's not Post Malone singing, but it's like someone's like uh, we, we party like Post Malone that song. So I'm like. This guy's been around for, like, what, five years? He's already getting referenced in music, like Jay-Z does in a Miley Cyrus song, or, uh, fucking... Yeah, it's, like, it's weird. But that tells you where the... And, of course, there's the the SoundCloud rapper. Oh, yeah. That's where you find all your emo rap. Yeah, like, the three I mentioned, in fact. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I love how we kind of tangent off to... uh, uh, rap, emo rap, but at least we kept it with music. It didn't start start talking about like dicks and stuff like me, Zach, and Joe. <laughs> Trunk in your house and uh, animations anonymous. Yeah, those are. Uh... <laughs> at least we kept with the music. Uh, but yeah, who were the people you sent me? Was it like, there was a concert you asked me if I wanted to go, and I was like, who are these people? <laughs> oh, those. I think that'd be indie rock. Uh, I only know Crumb. I love um, that name. <laughs> I don't know the two other people that yeah, were like, going. Yeah, but like, Crumb, that's yeah. that's what stood out to you. Yeah. So they're indie rock, or? Yeah, I would say indie rock. Uh-huh. Their music is very relaxing, and uh, the girl's voice is very lovely. I eat smoke weed while listening to this man. 
Who, her? Yeah. 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 <laughs> she has, there's this one video. It's called, I think it's called Lock It. You don't even have to be high to enjoy that video. That video is just trippy itself. I think you'd, if you were tripping and then watching that video, you'd probably just have a whole meltdown because the whole <laughs> video is, is just a drug within itself. <laughs> Who are, on, on the topic of drug of druggy looking um, music videos, uh, what are some other ones that you know off the top of your head? <laughs> Fuck mm. it, let's just dive into that that quick. Soundgarden's Black Hole Sun is out there. <laughs> the like, video, there's a music video. I've never seen the music. Oh, I video. gotta show you. T- I gotta show you it. It's uh, <laughs> it's freaky. It's weird. I mean, I wouldn't say this is really. This is this is a funny. Um, there's a uh, Terminal Sex by Puya and Shakewell, and they're basically <laughs> just blowing money everywhere. And they literally on the bed they have a a per, a, a female made out of money, and it's just a stick person. And this guy <laughs> is just touching up the money as if it were a female. So that's pretty funny. Uh, I actually was it. Uh, it's one of Rob Zombie's recent songs. Um. While we're fucking on a UFO, I think it's called. Like, there's, there's like this whole like six minute intro to it, where like it's like the band in a classroom. <laughs> One of them was wearing, I think it's Johnny Five. He's wearing the, he's wearing the space helmet, and this like sexy, t- this sexy like scientist comes in, because they're going into space or something. Mm-hmm. Sexy scientist comes in, and like you just, you just see Johnny Five jerking off, and, like, <laughs> and what's gross was they added the noise. <laughs> So, oh jeez! Eventually, start skipping ahead. Like, get to the fucking song. Because <laughs> was it when I saw them live? That song was fucking awesome. That and they had a giant fucking gor- guy in a gorilla suit come out. <laughs> Another very funny video to check out is uh, Fat Nick. Is it's called Ice Out, and this is basically. I mean, if you know Fat Nick, you're familiar with what he looks like. But he's. Um, I know he's Hawaiian or Persian mixed with a bunch of other nationalities. And it's just this really big, this big guy dressed in a quinceanera dress. And he's having his own quinceanera. So it's really interesting. Yeah, that sounds (laughs) out there. But another thing was like, uh, swinging back to concerts, uh, we've been trying to like, it's funny, after we canceled the Black Flag thing, I feel like we've been trying to get each other to go to co- other concerts. I agree. Because, like, you're, you're like, hey, let's see this. I'm like, I don't know who that is. And then, like, I was like, hey, let's go see Alice in Chains and Corn. You're like, fuck, I work. Like, at first, you're like, yeah, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those reactions. Like, yes, hang on. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and it was one of those deals where, like, I, I got my schedule back and, like, I actually gasped. And my manager is like, what? I was like, have I ever told you how pretty you were? <laughs> and she goes, why? I was like, you gave me this day off, that is Corn and Allison Chains, and you also scheduled me for an afternoon shift and uh, the next day. <laughs> so it's even perfect. So right. I get home and sleep. But like, yeah, so... Funny story. I went by myself, and I didn't bring Devin. Yeah. And I know Devin would have fucking killed to go to that, because he loves corn. Yeah. Um... I went in there assuming he goes, it's fine. I'm going to go to that Halloween show, the Ticket to Rock uh, yeah. festival, with like Slipknot and Corn and Shinedown yeah, yeah. and Chevelle and all these names. Uh, so I so after I went by myself, I come home and I'm texting you and I'm texting Devin and I'm texting whoever. And I was like, yeah, so I'm going to look into the tickets right now for the show because like the sh- tickets were like 70 bucks, it said on Spotify. So click on it, not loading. Sorry, there's no tickets available. There's still no tickets available. No, I even Damn. looked up on. Um, actually, I can look. Up, I'll look up now on the scalper right. sites. But um, yeah. So <laughs> you can only imagine how uh, upset uh, Mr. Devon was when I told him. Yeah. So I went to Corn by myself, assuming I was going to take you to go see them at that Halloween festival, just for it to be sold out. He texts back, thanks, dick. (laughs) (laughs) So then he hits me up and goes, uh, can you get us tickets to that Motionless and White show? Because, like, Motionless and White are coming to Belvedere. So I was like, yeah, I don't see, yeah, I don't see why not. How much are they? Um, how much did I pay? They're, like, 25 bucks. I got, I I bought three tickets, so, like, uh, I got three tickets, so I don't know if you're not doing anything that day, maybe I'll take you. 
Uh, Why'd you buy three tickets to start with? Oh, uh, cause like I didn't know if I I bought cause like I was talking to this girl on Facebook and I wasn't sure if I was gonna take her or oh, okay. I don't know I might just pretend pretend to forget <laughs> <laughs> you know That's I, so bogus. <laughs> I don't know I'll keep you in touch if not they're general admission tickets there are no seats at the Apollo if anything I'll I'll drop it on you like hey I got you a ticket let's go. So I'll let you. I'll keep you in touch on that one. So all right, on air uh, plan, <laughs> on air plan. But yeah, he he's like, take me to Motionless and White, and then we'll call it even. I was like, okay, which fuck, it was expensive. Was there a lineup or? Oh uh, yeah, show? it was. Yeah, let me look them up. I know Twisted is one of the. Twisted's one of the opening bands, which they've been they've been there before, which those are like ICP guys. Mm. Would you go to an ICP concert? No. <laughs> uh, I mean, hmm, I don't think so. I couldn't. I mean, the only song that I, I am fond of them for is Living Dead Girl, I think it's called. Yeah, they think they have the same. Yeah. The Rob the Zombie sa- No. They oh, have, just so. They're different. Yeah, okay. They're different. They're I was about to say, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, they have. I think it's a, I think it's called that long. Yeah, I know it's a Rob Zombie song. I was so confused. Yeah, I know. Really, I saw that face. You really threw me off. <laughs> Here we go. So we have. Motionless and White oh, being the headliner. Uh, we're opening with Twisted. Uh, then After the Burial. Then We Came as Romans. And then... Huh? I don't like that. Huh? Don't like that. <laughs> and then Motionless and White are the headliners. <laughs> Figured. I like Motionless and White. I used to listen to them. Maybe I should have... Their new album's pretty solid. When I yeah. saw them at... Uh, when I saw them opening for uh, Hailstorm and Alice Cooper, they were... Yeah. They, they kicked ass. Downside was, I feel like they were a terrible opener, not in the fact that they were bad, but in the fact that they got us way too hyped way too soon. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> by the time Cooper comes on, I'm like, oh, I want to go home. Because, <laughs> like, could, like, Alice isn't fucking stopping to say, what's up, Chicago? He's just fucking whipping through songs. I'm like, oh, I need to breathe. So, but yeah, I want to say, before it was Pop Evil, that was probably the most popular that went to the Apollo now it's probably going to be Motionless White now, because, like, other than that, it's, like, new metal bands from early 2000s. Like, Static X has been there, Power Man 5000 has been there, which... Definitely want to go see Static X if they ever come back, because, like, I wanted to go to the show day of, but they sold out, like, a couple weeks in advance, so... Good on them. Static X. You know, the guys that made the Batman Beyond theme? Like, hell yeah. <laughs> I've never actually listened to them. Oh, yeah. I, I've, I'm sure I've played them in the car. Uh, was it the... Uh, now push it. Yeah. Now push it. I pro- Yeah, I think I do remember that. You've probably oh, played a couple of songs. It. It's like I said, like, you'll play music and I... I you don't, don't know, know who be- they are, but I, if I, you know, if you tell me and I hear it again, I'm like, oh, yeah. Right. I know that. If you're that curious, you'd ask, who is this? Right. <laughs> like, when I listen to your music, like, who is this? Like, uh, MSI and shit like that. What I love, though, is that, you, that I made you like them. I made them grow on you. You didn't even like them to start with. MSI? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't into them. And then I was like, yeah, this ain't bad. I actually was like, yeah, and you were, like, obsessed with the new Jimmy Urine album. That, well, yeah. at the time, the Urine Girth album. Yeah. And I'm like... I mean, it's okay. And then, like, now... And then, like... I think I got, like, two songs from that album and a couple playlists. i trying to remember which ones. The one with Serge Tankian from System of a Down. The, oh, yeah. What the fuck's it called? And then That's How Jimmy Gets Down. Oh, yeah, I know. I, that. I like that one. <laughs> that's how motherfucking Jimmy gets down. <laughs> then, um... Was another one? Oh, Black Flag kind of grew on me. Because at first I'm like, yeah, they're fine. And then uh, on the way here, I was listening to the album. Oh. Uh, um, on the way here, I was listening to the album. I'm like, actually, yeah, this is great. Because, like, yeah, I liked them. But, like, now listening, I was like, holy shit, I can't wait to talk about this album. Because, <laughs> like, it was it was a TV party. TV party is fucking fun to listen to. Yeah. They, uh, they've had so many, uh, several singers. And the only rema- remaining band member, which I'm glad that he still plays as their bassist. Because he is, he formed the band with his brother. I can't remember his brother's name. Um, I believe his. I think the bass's name is actually. I think his name is Greg. Huh. The irony. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I'm blanking on all their names because I like Henry Rollins. 
And then Keith, Keith Morris. And then there's one more. And it was it's the first three singers they ever had. And it's very interesting how Henry Rollins got the part. He went to, they were having an, audi- an auditioning open. He shows up and he just starts singing and they like them. And they're like, you're in the band. And they joined and they actually didn't really get a lot of money out of it. They lived in filth. No. Yeah. Um, one of them actually, I think he was a set that, yeah, I can't remember. I don't know if it was Keith. I think it was Keith because I'm blanking on one of their names on one of my favorites. Um, but he, I think it was Keith. If it wasn't, then oh well. But he actually left the band because he was, they were playing at a concert and he stopped for a second and he saw the way that every, all the crowd, the, uh, the way the crowd was acting and he walked out right in the middle of the show and he left because he just realized that wasn't for him he thought that they acted like a bunch of animals and i mean that usually is the case with a bunch of um underground puck shows you know you'll people go crazy yeah so current members are greg Jin, mike valley tyler smith and isaiah skill yeah because mike is a singer uh past members are raymond pettipin keith morris ron reyes henry rollins chuck dukowski des Des Cadena, Robo, Bill Stevenson, Chuck Biscuits, <laughs> Kira, uh, Kira Rossler, Anthony Martinez, uh, Ciel Revulata, Revulata, I can't spell, I can't read it, David Klein, Gregory Moore, and Brandon Pertzborn. Holy fuck. There's a Daz in there, isn't there? Uh, who? A Daz? Yeah, Des Cadena. Yeah, it was Daz, that's what it was. It was Daz, Keith, and Henry. Those are my three favorite singers. Yeah. Yeah, um, associated acts include Circle Jerks, Misfits, Minutemen. Oh, and I can't believe I left out Minor Threat. Ian, uh, he had another band too. They were called Fugazi. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that band, that was another really good band. Another really good punk band. Yeah, so they were active from 76 to 86. They had a reunion in 2003. Then they reformed in 2013 till about 2014, and now they just reformed this year. So they've had a couple. Uh, so they've had a couple uh, runarounds by the sounds of it. But uh, was it initially was formed in. Uh, they're from uh, Hermosa Beach, California. Yeah, a lot of punk music LA. originates in California. In Cali. Yeah, just sorry. Just like looking at like skimming through the sh- skim through the history on Wikipedia. It's <laughs> unfortunate too because uh, Mighty Threat only had one album, and that's called Out of Step. That's all they had. They didn't have any more than one album. I never looked as into why that actually be. Right. Good question. Good question. Write that down. I I had this one science teacher that was like when he couldn't answer a question, he'd be like. Good question. Write that down because he'd want to figure it out later and come back to you. <laughs> so every I'll always think of that. Where I was like, "Good question. Write that down." I'm like, no, fuck you. Answer my question. <laughs> it's like you gotta tell me the you gotta tell me now. I'm trying to find the damn album we're talking about today. And then of course, I mean, nah, suicidal tendencies is in punk. There are more of their metal. They're called more metal than than anything. Oh, you know, Black Sabbath actually had a uh, cover. No, they uh, they they had it. the The band had an influence on. Uh, oh, really? On the name. Interesting. Their new name was reminiscent of the anarchy, uh, the anarchist symbol, the uh, incesticide of the same name, and the British heavy metal band Black Sabbath. Yeah, that's right. Because it's a black flag, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that that yeah, I remember. I did. I read that somewhere because I watched a different documentary. And it sucks, as I mean, I just, I forget. I love how you say documentary. <laughs> Documentary. Where the fuck is this album? My God. What album? Uh, the one we're talking about. Uh, Are we talking about... Um, damaged. Or damaged, okay, I figured. Don't want the dude punch in the mirror. Yeah, I used to have that shirt until my drunk ass lost it. Oh. I don't know where it went. I've sent you the picture of uh, someone like took the guy out instead of a guy who's a cat uh, punching the punch in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> and then they have a shirt where it has uh, the three. It has three. Is it three or four? I can't even remember. Three black. 
yeah, it's three stripes, right? Three black stripes, I believe. It has a three black, it has like three cats, and it says black cats. Yeah, the album cover is fucking awesome, though. No, like, it is. Yeah, it's like him, the dude punching the mirror. I was actually wanted to make sure to double check because I know, like, sometimes uh, when you look, like, some cover arts that are famous, there may have been, like, an alternative one, like uh, Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that album cover. It's the, the yeah. skulls and stuff with the cross. Well, it used to be, like, I think it's like, I forgot how it was described. It was like a robot raping something. And I'm like, and like the reason why they changed it was because like uh, distributors were like, no, <laughs> we're not selling that. We refuse. <laughs> uh, apparently they had business disputes with Unicorn, distribute <laughs> uh, which was associated with da 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 da. Uh, listen to the Al Bergamo of uh, Unicorn, which was associated with MCA Records. Uh, listen to the album prior to the release and claimed that it was anti-parent. Although he never said a specific lyric that led him to that conclusion. As a result, MCA refused to distribute the already pressed and packaged album, which bore an MCA distributing core logo on the lower right corner of the back cover. Black Flag members had to personally visit the pressing plant and apply a sticker over the MCA logo, which read, As a parent, I found it an anti-parent record, thus essentially throwing Bergomo's words back in his face. Hell yeah. I can't believe that she, Yeah, I love this fucking anti-parents and anti... Like, it's so dumb. Like, God forbid you were rebellious. <laughs> right. Like, you have some form of, like, spine to be able to stand up and say, fuck you, you know? Even if it's through music, even if you're, in, like, the type that doesn't even, in, in like, instigate any form of, like, rebellious, rebellious, but you have that rebellious soul to you, you're like, I can't do anything, but I, I want to do something, but it's like, one of those things. That's another way music is awesome, where it's like, it speaks to you, you know? But no, the album itself, though, uh, talk about it. Like, what do you love about Damaged? Well, really, the songs that stick out to me are the ones that are, I mean, the ones that, that talk about the personal issues. And I just wonder why the band chose those songs and why they speak about those things. You know, they talk about, you know, a lot about self-harm and it always comes from the very first singer, you know, because they're all just sang by different people. So really, I wonder who and out of all the bands was really the one struggling with those issues because there was this one band member and he was one of the original band members and he had, he, um, he was trying to find himself. So he decided to join this band and, you know, he was trying out all these styles and it just makes you wonder if really he was the one behind all that and he was the one truly struggling. I can't recall his name. Yeah, he was the guitarist for the band. Uh, I might have a name for you. Uh, Greg Jin? Or... No, Greg is the bassist. No, uh, Chuck Dukowski is the bass. Yeah. No, it was Chuck then. It was Chuck. It, it was, was Chuck. Chuck. Trying to find the guy's name because, like, uh, sets. I was like, seeing if I. Henry Rollins. Um. Had become the band's new lead singer. Oh, this the Henry. Henry. So, uh, the yeah. clo- the closing track "Damaged One" is technically uh, Henry's first writing credit with the band. In his book "Get in the Van," Rollins reports that he used to imp- improvise the lyrics every night when the song was performed live. Two takes of the vocal were done, and the first one was used. Uh, the cover art taken by the punk photographer Ed Culver features Henry putting his fist through a mirror. The effect was made by cracking the mirror with a hammer while the blood on Rollins' wrist is a mixture of red ink and coffee. Photograph has been described as iconic in pages of art form. I guess the, that's where black coffee comes from, then. What, what's black coffee? That's the song. There's a song called Black Coffee. Oh. So it's referencing uh, Henry smashing a mirror. Yeah. I never knew that. You know, I love this album cover so much. Yeah, I used to have a shirt. <laughs> Something also of note is this album's pretty short. It's like 30 minutes. It's a half hour. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so that's, that's a thing, though, because you, that's another thing that stands out about them. It's very rare to find punk music that's past three minutes long, and they do that. They have two seven-minute songs. Damn. Yeah, that's long, and that's <laughs> that's long in general. <laughs> that's I think that's scream, and fix me. No, it's screaming three nights. 
those are the longest songs. Because Keith was, um, I think Keith was singing in the first album, which was, I think, uh, it's called Everything, Then Everything Went Black. Right. Yeah, like, th- this is another one of those albums where it's like, when it first released, it did dick all, but then, like, later years is one of those types where the people listen back and go, these guys are ahead of their time. <laughs> and, yeah. of course, that's when they get popular again. So, which makes sense that they, like, do reforms and shit. Uh, Kurt Cobain listed it in his top 50 albums of all time. Kurt Cobain of uh, Nirvana. Uh, I was list. I was, uh, I think you were there with me. I think we were in the car and I was looking up, I think, what was, like, the top 20 punk uh, albums. And Damage was actually, I think, in the, one of the top five. Oh, yeah. On there. It did bother me. I think Green Day was on there, too. Oh, yeah. You, you were <laughs> fucking flipping out about that. You're like, what is this bullshit? <laughs> and I was like, well, oh, Drew, they're considered. They are considered uh, punk. <laughs> so, uh, of course, the songs that stand up to me are Six Pack and uh, TV Party. Uh, something funny, though, was when uh, I, I've been binging Futurama, so like that episode where uh, I wanted to talk about how television affects chi- children. Mm-hmm. So it's funny, this all turns circles back. Um, was at the end, they actually, or during the episode, they had a little, uh, music sequence to Black Flag's TV party, and then, like, during the credits, they actually had, like, the cast singing as the characters, uh, singing mm-hmm. TV party, which was super fucking cool. <laughs> you know, the songs that stick out to me there is Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Yes. Damaged. I think there's one more in there. I need some more. <laughs> I do. I just, I think it's at the end of uh, Six Pack where, like, after it's over, like, you hear, like, some of the bands, some of the other guys yelling into it. I think one of them yells, I need to get fucked. <laughs> I have never noticed that. It's one of those you gotta be, like, wearing earbuds or, like, yeah. your, your speaker has to be just loud enough for you to catch it and, like, not be going, like, 70 on a highway. So, like, the, so, like, the wind tunnel kind of blows it up. Um... I assume Six Pack and uh, TV Party were actually the singles leading to it, because like, uh, they're the ones with their own Wikipedia page. Which, yes, I know, I'm, I'm going on their Wikipedia, because <laughs> I'm an un- ill-prepared shit for once in my life. I'm trying to, look, trying to find the damn track listing again. Or, you know, go on Spotify, where I have it pulled up already. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Beautiful. Why did I pin Google? Let me see TV Party. Thirsty and Miserable. Police Story. Oh, yes. Thirsty and Miserable. That's another good one. Police Story, what you just referenced, in mm-hmm. fact. Yeah, I've... Was it? I've, I, there's a... There's the song, like you said, like... Uh, They'd have... I'm sorry. They would have cops following them, too, from show to show sometimes, because Jesus. they just... Yeah, they just had so much issues with the law for just their own music. So that's why they perform on sidewalks, was because they couldn't get a venue, so they're like, fuck it, let's play on the sidewalk. They play anywhere. That's awesome. Anyway, they didn't care. There you go. Then, like, so yeah, I'm also, it's also looking at the uh, albums we got from the 80s on, <clears throat> and then after 86, you got one from, I think the latest album is What The, from 20, 2013. And then before that was uh, a live show, a live show from 1984, released in 2006 as an album. What am I doing? Look at the at track listing, you fuck. Okay. <laughs> what was that? There's a song the guy talked about, like, uh, the scars on their arms or something like that. I believe that's damaged, no? Yeah, yeah, one of the damaged. When da- he talks, yeah, what are you, look at what you're doing to yourself, look at your arms or something like that, and he's referring to someone who's causing self-harm to... Right, yeah, so a lot of deep... While you have the fun uh, TV party song and six-pack song, then you get to uh, uh, (laughs) some deep meaning. And then I'm sure the music, uh, the song I mean, Rise Above, which I think was actually the first song I'd listened to them, was about, you know, standing against the government, and I'm sure that's what inspired what all that... all that... all that uh, bullshit they were dealing with the law and stuff probably inspired a lot of that too oh yeah parent oh yeah the uh, anti-parent <laughs> anti-parent your thoughts on that i we didn't really get touch on that with you like your thoughts on anti-parent anti-parent yeah <laughs> what does that mean 
Well, that's what the that's what the guy said. Uh, that's what the, the record company when uh, distributing the album oh. said. I feel it's too anti-parent. I mean, this isn't like suicidal tendencies with that one song. That's anti-parent, all right. Yeah, <laughs> like, holy shit, guys. But yeah, that's probably just one of those. I don't really think their song is their music's really absurd or explicit. I don't really think it is. Right. It's you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like it's easy to say that here in 2019, but it's like I can only imagine like the paranoia. Yeah, I've heard stories of people ha- having to hide their rock albums underneath their bed in a shoebox. Because if their parents caught them, they would be in huge trouble. Right. Because, like, was it they... And that's just stupid. Like, literally, like, there's a word for that. That's why I was saying, like, it just sounds ridiculous. Oh, yeah, the fucking... It's absurd. Yeah, very absurd. Yeah, like, was it, uh, who was it? Some, I think it was an Aussie song. Someone claimed that if you play it backwards, it says something about, like, 666 or some shit. So, I want to say another band... Did 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 something on purpose where like if you play it backwards you hear join us join us join us, <laughs> so, and like I want to say, there was a situation where Ozzy was blamed because a kid killed himself or killed somebody else, which Ozzy took obviously Ozzy didn't take any responsibility to that he's like what the fuck right <laughs> again it's one of those crazy deals and like, I feel like by. Yeah, probably by like the '90s, the paranoia kind of subsided until yeah. Marilyn Manson, I would say. I don't know about Rob Zombie, but like I know for sure, like there were a lot of people with like had an issue with uh oh Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah, which is again, what the fuck, <laughs> guys? You could, which that again, that's another thing is like people like want to talk about they want to control what you watch on TV because like oh it's it's too dirty, there's too much dirty on TV. That's this there's a magical thing called uh, the remote control though, where you can click and turn it. You know, people forget there's buttons on TVs because they said remote control. And another thing that uh, shocks me about the song "Damage" is the fact that because, you know, back then, yeah, sure there was, I'm sure there was, of course there there's been mentally unstable people forever since people have been been put here. You know. Though it wasn't talked about then so much, you know, it, no. it was there was no stigma for it, you know, it was just it was just so hidden and covered up, and I just think it's interesting that it's being brought up in the late seventies and the early eighties. Yeah, because back then, if you showed any signs of yeah. mental illness, they pen you up somewhere. Exactly, and then now it's the complete opposite, and see that's why I wonder, like, because obviously I do believe someone in that band must have been struggling because now. It's like, going back to the whole emo rap thing, a lot of those rappers, I think, are fooled with nonsense. I think it's just a hoax. I think they write these lyrics just so that it sells. They're not really suicidal. They're not really depressed. You know, I think that's just made up so that they can sell their music. You trying to remember how they died, though? Because I know a little little peep got, like, was it? it Not all of them. No. Not saying all of them, just some of them. Some of them. He did a drug over. He OD'd... Uh, Xanax. What was the other guy? Uh, ex- Extension. He got shot. Okay, he got shot. Okay, so... I was about to say, oh God. And <laughs> there's still a trial going on about that, actually. Oh yeah, trials take forever. It's going on Because God forbid you get something done quick. <laughs> Alright, thank you, judicial system. So, yeah, I mean, I could see that. Well, there's a lot of people who are like that. It was like, um... Everything, like, uh... It's all a show. It's, exactly. Because they like, know that's what everyone's wanting to hear. Yeah, it, there's that episode of uh, Futurama where Bender wants to become a folk singer, and like he steal he steals the guy's guitar because right. he thinks, oh, if I had the guy's guitar, I could be a folk singer. But like his lyrics are like terrible because he because he like makes up lyrics of like a fake, like he makes up lyrics of like a fake terrible life. Which it co- which it came out the lyrics came off disingenuous so then he goes and has a life of a folk singer, for like quickly to like quickly write up some folk songs so, <laughs> I, so yeah I mean I could definitely see uh, see the uh, parallel, and I mean, I I could I could see that suicidal boys isn't or yeah suicidal boys isn't full of nonsense because they I don't know if I told you this though 
the way they came up with their name was they quit their jobs. They both quit their job. And they were going to kill themselves if they didn't make it. Oh. Yeah. That's great. That's why they're Suicide Boys. Fuck. <laughs> what a... So that's an interesting fact there. Yeah, and then they... Did they go on stage and go, it's like, yeah, about her name. <laughs> Can you imagine you're just having a fun time, like, getting into their songs and stuff, and they go, oh, so about the name. Let's, and... let's have a history lesson. <laughs> and they are from Chicago. Oh, boy. Uh, they could, could be worse. It could be from Rockford. But Cheap Trick was from Rockford. <laughs> Whatever. But, uh... Drew, that's uh, I think that should wrap it up. Definitely. Uh, how would you rate uh, "Damaged" if you if you're the type that rates albums? Like, give it how many headbangs out of five? <laughs> out of five, solid four point five. Oh, nice, nice. Very humble. Not gonna give it the full five. No. Yeah, I'd give it a good four. I, I'm I'm gonna give that a solid four myself because hell yeah. Like it was a fun, it was a fun listen. Definitely go out of your way to give it a listen, especially uh, if you had to pick one song for someone to look up after listening to this podcast who have never heard the album. What song would you say listen to from the album? From that album specifically? Yeah. I'd say "Gimme, Gimme, Gimme." Uh, I'm gonna go with "TV Party." <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna for sure go with "TV Party." Give that a listen and. uh if you're not hooked, I don't know. <laughs> so that's that's just your prerogative, I guess. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so Drew, are there? Uh, do you have any social media? Do you have any plugs? Do you have any things you want to share to get to get out in the public? Oh no, not at all. You okay. can't find me anywhere. I don't exist. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, other than that, thank you guys so much uh, for listening. If you want to. Uh, Check out all of our other shows, such as uh, uh, Shell Pod, covering uh, wrestling to- like uh, throwback wrestling topics, as well as Drunk in Your House, and uh, Animation Anonymous, uh, talking about cartoons and such. Uh, I'm sure by the time you hear this, we've released the uh, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker movie review, where uh, I get fucking wasted towards the end, because <laughs> uh, I was the only one drinking on that show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you could tell <laughs> you could for sure tell Why were you the only one drinking uh i think i don't think anybody else planned on doing a podcast that day or planned on drinking so that's why i was the only guy that planned on it so <laughs> that's funny yeah and then of course you can listen to other episodes such as uh the debut episode where me and zach talk about uh guns and roses appetite Destru- appetite of destruction let's definitely give our uh definitely give our library a look-see and uh, as well as checking out uh, other shows such as uh, His Amazing No Archive, the old DDT Dreamcast, the old uh, Impact Zone podcast and such. So, other than that, we will see you all in the future. Bye-bye.